G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today is just after Christmas here in Australia and it's very hot, um, which I know a lot of my American audience or Northern Hemisphere audience find quite strange when you see me sunburnt um, and by the pool for a Christmas, but that's that's how it is here in Australia. It's always an awesome time here. So I always see people over in say like New York or something and it's just freezing cold and it's quite strange to imagine a white Christmas. I've, um, I've once had a Christmas when it was cold. I was actually in Italy. I was in Florence in Italy um, for Christmas. And then I was in Venice, um, Venice for New Year's Eve and it was freezing, but it was really, really amazing but it wasn't snowing or anything like that. Actually, I take that back. It was snowing in Venice on New Year's Eve, which was amazing. Um, but me being me, an idiot and Australian, I didn't bring very appropriate cold clothes. And so I was absolutely freezing there. So not great with kind of preparing my clothes for the cold since where I live, it's not very cold. But yeah, so that was an experience. But today um, I wanted to do a podcast on a topic which on a topic that gets talked a lot about this kind of time of the year especially in obviously the next few days or going to the new year which is new new year's resolutions sorry repeat new year's resolutions and over social media you're going to see a lot of things <laughs> you're going to see a lot of things like memes and stuff about you know gyms they'll take a photo of like a gym and it'll be like you know a gym in december and there'll be no one there and then i'll be gym in january and it'll just be absolutely full and then i'll be gym in february no one there you know kind of playing on the people who are going to get motivated and get started in january as always and then disappear as always and stuff like that and you're also going to see a lot of posts about you know new, new year's resolutions are a waste of time and they're stupid and they don't work and whatnot and I've kind of been in that camp where back in the d day when I was a younger coach, where I thought, you know what, whatever, this is stupid. You know, you shouldn't need us need the new year to get motivated and start. You should always be focused and you should always want to be working on your body and fitness and all that stuff. But the thing was, I was a dickhead, you know, I'm 35 now, but you know, being a 20 year old, 25 year old, you know, you don't really get what really it's like being an adult or having family, not that I have kids, but, you know, having a job and life commitments elsewhere. And my perspective around New Year's is actually, New Year's resolutions has actually changed quite a lot. Whereas these days, I actually find them very much to be a positive for people. And despite so much of what you hear, people are like, oh, it's bad and all this stuff and New Year, New, new Me, it's, it's, it's bad and cliche. The new year, I actually think can be a really great time to truly set yourself up for success for the next year. But people also, I think, go about things the wrong way. And even though a lot of their new year's resolutions are done in a way that they're trying to create change and they're trying to be positive and wanting to improve their life, which is amazing because so many people just go through the motions throughout life and, you know, get nowhere and anyone who wants to actively improve their life and get better at whatever their goals are i think that's amazing but setting goals 
whether it's, you know, January 1st or July 1st, it still comes back to a few key variables. And what we want to do is really get those right, understand how to set goals. And we want to understand where people often make mistakes in setting their goals. And often, despite being well-intentioned, people set themselves up for failure from the start, just from what they do at the very beginning, often even before they even get started on their goals. So what I really want to chat to you guys about is I'm trying to, I'll try to keep these short, um, these episodes. I, I want to do a few episodes guys going into the new year. I like kind of talking this time when people are off, but for those who want to listen and on their walks, then as always, it's a pleasure to have you listen. So I want to talk about two things. Number one, when new year's resolutions can be actually really useful. And then also where people often go wrong with their new year's resolutions. All right. So I think valuable stuff and I'm sure every one of you have been there at one stage in your life that, Hey, you know what? I'm going to set my, I'm going to change things. This year is going to be my year and all that stuff. Just on that. I remember last year, last year was a really hard year of injuries in my training and just mentally and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what, this year I'm going to get started and I'm going to have a great year of training. And my first session guys, on it was January 2nd because January 1st the gyms are closed January 2nd this year 2023 I was like I'm motivated and so I was like I'm going to start the session with legs I'm going to start the new year with legs I'm a guy so obviously I often don't a lot of guys don't love legs and when I've had all the injuries I have obviously it's often not the most motivating thing so I went into the gym right and I was I'm going to be focused and I think the second exercise that I was doing was back extensions and for some reason I was pushing it and I was doing well and all of a sudden I hurt my hamstring and for an entire year, I basically had this nerve pain down my hamstring, which has just derailed my lower body training all year. It's actually got a lot better recently, but basically nine months really with no kind of hamstring training. So that's literally how I started my year guys. So even though I did everything positive to start the year, I literally first session of the year after being trying to be positive, I, I hurt my hamstring, this nerve pain, and it derailed my entire year. Point is shit happens. Life happens. Does that fucking suck? Yes. Was it annoying? Yes. Does it feel fair that that happened? No, but you know what? Shit happens and that's life. So I hope that doesn't happen to you. Now, when can new year's resolutions be useful? Well, before I actually say that, what I want to do is kind of give you this kind of quote, and I've heard this many, many times before from people in very many different aspects in life, but it's one of my favorite quotes, and it's that people overestimate short-term what they can do, but underestimate what they can do long-term. All right, so I repeat that. People overestimate short-term what they can do, but then they underestimate what can be done long-term. And this is where kind of people go wrong often um, with their new year's, new year's resolutions. And this is also where people, I think, when they set their goals, need to just really understand that's also not a race. Okay. So I just want to kind of preface everything I'm going to kind of say with when this can be useful with that just in your kind of mind. So now, when can they be useful new year's resolutions? Well, firstly, they make you actually think, what do I want? Like, what's important to me? How do I want to improve? What's a goal? And 
that might sound simple, right? But how many people actually do that in life? Go, you know, I've got a goal or I want to actually change this in my life. I want to learn this. I want to pick up this talent or skill. Most people truly guys don't do that. And obviously you guys are health seeking individuals and people listening to me, probably people who want to work hard on themselves and seek out better. But majority of the world, I can assure you aren't doing that. And with a new year's resolution, it at least gets someone to start thinking about what they want in life. And rather than just go, you know what? Ooh, I want to be healthier. Well, that's amazing. We want you to be healthier, but it allows you to be a bit more specific. Well, what is healthier to you? Does it mean improved blood work? Does it mean um, lowering your body fat levels? Does it mean being able to run for 10 minutes a day instead of being puffed out after a 20 second jog? Health can be quite a broad term, but it allows you to actually be a bit more specific. Um, and that's where news resolutions, I think, are really useful because it makes people start to go, you know what, what would be a good year for me? What would be something that I want to achieve? What would make me better at whatever it is? And that is why I think they are super, super useful because it starts making you think out of less of a fixed mindset and more of a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset is, you know what, I can't do this. Life's kind of predestined. It's a waste of time versus a growth mindset of, you know what, things are possible. I can do this if I work really hard. And I think that's a huge positive. Now, second second point where they can be useful. They help because they can force you to finally get started and say, you know what, today is the day. So basically... They force you to take action at a specific time. Now, how many people out there, my hand will be raised for this, have said, you know what, I'm going to work on X beginning Monday next week, and it's like Tuesday. And then Monday comes around, it's like, ah, oh, you know what, Monday next week, it's just another Monday. And the thing is, Monday, you know, will come around, what, 51 times a year, I think, 51 weeks, 52 weeks in the year. Um, so, you know, there's always going to be another Monday very quickly. So you can keep the um, – delaying and delaying and delaying. But we've obviously the new year, new year's um, January 1st only comes around every what 365 days or something. So it signals for a lot of people to go, you know what, let's take action. Today's the day. Let's stop procrastinating and let's get to work. And again, forcing someone to hurry up and take action is always the best thing you can do. So, you know, they often, you know, the saying is, you know, when's the best time to plant a tree either 20 years ago or today. And that's the same thing with your goals. Could you have been working on your goals the last 10 years? Sure. But now you might have learned more and know exactly what you want. Then get started today. And then the third reason why I find New Year's resolutions can be really, really useful is they can help because they often, um, uh, they help, I'll rephrase that. They can, New Year's resolutions can be really helpful as well because a lot of the people around you, if you've got the right friends and family, are also setting New Year's resolutions and are motivated at that period in their life as well. So what happens is you have a goal. It might be different to your friend's goal, but you can also get that support. You might want to be losing weight. Your friend might be wanting to do a build, but you can both support each other on their goal because you're going to have like-minded people. It can even be your friend wants to learn a language and they're going to go to um, learn um, French twice a week. Your goal might be, I want to start running twice a week, but you can still help each other stay accountable. And that's one of the, again, the positives with say a new, new year's resolution is because that start of the year generally signals 
new new year time to take action you've got other people who are like-minded trying to take action simultaneously and that can help give you that positive support network which can really make the process more enjoyable not so lonely and also hold you accountable when maybe you're not feeling as motivated which inevitably will happen at times now where can though new year's resolutions potentially go wrong what are some of the common mistakes people make well firstly mistake i see all the time with news resolutions is people set goals but they don't really think about planning around their habits they go oh here's the action the action is i want to lose weight so i'm going to go to the gym right but many times before say they've said the same thing i want to go to the gym to lose weight and that's the action being at the gym is the action to losing weight right but many times before they probably come undone and what happens is they probably come undone not because the gym didn't lead to them losing weight they probably came undone because something derailed them from getting to the gym which i see all the time so for instance let's say someone says all right, I want to lose weight. This this time I'm going to lose weight. I know I need to get to the gym. I just need to get there. But they then try to um, follow a program or a workout, which means or they think potentially that training in the afternoon, they've done that before. It's just their kind of day. And they're going to train in the afternoon five days a week, five o'clock after work. But then life happens and they get They've got a boss who makes them stay behind. They get a stressful job. They have problems. Their kids get sick and they keep missing sessions. But they were motivated. They knew that to go to the gym, but they didn't actually change their habits because, for example, they kept going, trying to go to the gym at the same time they did before, which proved unsuccessful. Whereas a simple change of habits potentially being like, all right, instead of trying to push the session post-work when things always happens life happens maybe if i change my habits of going to bed earlier which means i can get up earlier and move my day around slightly to get into the gym before work now if i get in the gym before work i then don't have to worry about say my boss holding me back late at work i don't have to worry about um, my kids soccer practice i don't have to worry about missing the bus um after work or something like that by getting up earlier, changing your habits and changing your habits of when you go to the gym, now all of a sudden you've put yourself in a position where you can start to succeed. You already knew that to lose weight, you want to go to the gym. That wasn't the, the issue. It, the issue was getting there and adhering to that. So by setting yourself up for success, it's not just going, you know what, I want to lose weight. I think I need to go to the gym. It's then reverse engineering back to understanding where did you go wrong before? So just by simply changing things like habits, so taking a few steps back and working out where you came undone before, they're the things you want to address first to really then allow you to succeed. So address those habits first, and those habits are then will allow you to start thriving on the action points. Now, second point where people often go wrong or they come undone in their New Year's resolutions, and that is a focus too much around willpower and what i mean by this is all right so i'll give you a story last few weeks i've been working really really hard on my diet and i've been good again and you know i've got all these injuries guys and it 
truly caused me a lot of physical pain. It caused me a lot of mental pain, just not being able to use my body the way I want. And so for me, more than ever, I have to be so good on food because I don't train as much and I can't, don't have the muscle I used to have. And so food is a big thing for me. But what I find is, I've spoken many times about this, is I struggle with eating late at night, especially junk food when I'm really tired and sleepy because of my medication I have to have um, for my mental health. And the last few weeks I've been perfect. I've just had nothing in the fridge because we haven't been buying anything. Um, I don't like buying food that I know I can potentially binge eat on. And there's a lot of stuff around willpower and people think, well, dieting success comes down to willpower and you just need to have that strong ability to just say no. And that's incorrect. The best way to help your willpower is by not being around things that are potential triggers. If you're around something that constantly triggers you, eventually your willpower will be broken down. For me, if I leave something delicious just in the fridge, sure, I can say no for a good period of time, but eventually, inevitably, I'll give in. It might be a bad day. It might be a super tired. It might be a bad mood. I don't know, but I'll give in. The best thing for me is just not to have it. And if I want to have something nice, I'll go out and have it. That's what works for me. And that's where I'm not putting myself in a position where I have to rely on willpower all the time. But it's been Christmas. On Christmas Day, guys, we had Christmas at our house. I had nice food. I didn't want anything. I was eating perfectly on Christmas Day, guys. I'm so proud of myself. And I know a lot of you will be like, oh, well, you say to flexible diet and stuff. And I say, yes. But I also have um, ability, um, a tendency to binge eat. And so people who binge eat and have issues with binging, um, like myself, sometimes it's not good for me when I'm feeling really good and have momentum to have a little bit. Because again, as I said, I have a tendency to binge eat, which is why obviously I put on a lot of weight over the years. And for me, just being away from stuff is good. But what happened? Yesterday, we had basically a mini cyclone on the Gold Coast and we had no power. And I noticed someone left a cake in the fridge from Christmas and it was a pavlova. So if you're Australian, you'll know pavlova. If you're American or whatever, pavlova is like this kind of fruity kind of sugary cake, which is very, I think, Australian. Um, it's really overrated, but super calorie dense. And I didn't even have any on Christmas Day. I had no care in it. But yesterday was a super stressful day. We were, had no power all day. And then late at night, I was really stressed about no power. I was sweaty because it's summer and there's no fan, no air con. And it was, yeah. And I was, I woke up on the lounge at like one o'clock in the morning and opened the fridge and there was this pavlova cake in there. And then I just ate and a bite and a bite and a bite. And before I knew it, I had like half a cake, which was probably like 4,000 calories, literally. And now I hate myself for it, obviously. Um, but point is, eventually that willpower gets broken down. And by having that cake, which I didn't even really want, but it was just there in my weak point, which is late at night, delirious on my medicine, my medication, which makes me really hungry and stressed out, no power, everything, ticking all the boxes for potential bad problems. And then... If I had none of that food there, I would have got through it. But because I had something that was um, obviously a cake, tasty potentially, it just allowed that willpower to be broken down. And then obviously I ate a cake at like 2 a.m., which I didn't even want. And this is what often happens is that people rely too much on willpower. So try and focus on your habits. Try and focus on 
putting yourself in position to succeed. And often a position to succeed is not being surrounded by things that often trigger you. Cause then when you get triggered, you eventually give in and then you lose that momentum. So that's the big thing with New Year's resolutions. Don't just rely on just being like, you know what? This is going to be so easy. I'm just going to kill it. Constantly try to put yourself in a position to succeed and try to get away from those triggers that often lead you to becoming undone. Now, the third and final point on where do people often go wrong with their New Year's resolutions? And that is not detailing an, a plan of attack. Wanting to lose fat for potentially, all right, actually, I'll raise face. I'll change my tact on this. Not wanting, how do I put this? Here you go. All right, let me try again. Third time's a charm, guys. All right, so not detailing an actual plan of attack to get the result they want with their New Year's resolutions. And what I mean by that is, let's say you want to lose fat. You go, I want to lose 10 kilos. That's my New Year's resolutions. Okay, cool. Amazing. Okay, so how are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to eat less and I'm going to train. Cool. Let's be more specific. So how are you going to do that though? Like how much weight are you going to try and lose by? You want to lose 10 kilos when do you want to lose it by. Because New Year's resolution of I want to lose 10 kilos. Do you want to lose it in 12 weeks? Do you want to lose it in one year? That's again going to be different. Do you want to train three days a week? Do you want to train six days a week? What does your schedule call for? What training do you like? Do you enjoy cardio? Do you enjoy weights? All these things matter. How many days can you get to the gym? What does your schedule look like? What has worked in the past for you? What training um, hasn't been enjoyable? What's something that you've stuck to before? What's something you haven't been doing, but you feel like you'd love to do? I know these sound kind of simple, but these things matter. Because, yes, you have the goal of, I want to lose 10 kilos as your New Year's resolution. That is, yes, setting a goal. But that's only one part of the equation. The next big key part is, once you know where you want to go, well, then you also need to try and plan on how you're going to get there. Not just wanting and hoping for the best, but understanding what is then the plan of attack. What's the strategy? How do you execute? And this is where things really, really matter and why people so often come undone because they want to lose weight. They want to get better, but then they don't spend enough time on actually then detailing how they're going to do it, when they're going to do it by. Yes, they see 10 kilos as the resolution, but what is the plan of attack? Where are we going to start our calories? Where are we going to reduce our calories? What's the rate of fat loss we want to have? And I know a lot of you are like, oh, okay, that sounds like a lot. But it matters and it sounds like a lot initially, but once you start to learn, it matters because it's going to allow you to then make you be able to understand how you're progressing. So for example, let's say you want to lose nine kilos in 12 weeks, then that means, you know, every four weeks you should be losing about three kilograms. So after four weeks, if you've lost three kilograms, you think, amazing, I'm on track. But if after four weeks you've lost one kilogram, that probably says you need to make changes. You need to go lower calories. Are you being adherent? Where you want to go and when do you want to achieve it by really matters. But then you want to then break it down further to understand, well, what do I need to do to get that goal? Not just, hey, I want to get there, but how I'm going to get there. It's just, you know, it sounds so stupid, but me being in Sydney, um, sorry, Gold Coast, I'm from Sydney originally, but me being in Australia and saying, I want to go to America. Well, yeah, cool. Am I going to fly there? Am I going to swim there? 
I'm not going to drive there, obviously. But as simple as it is, you need to know how you're going to get there. It's not just going, I want to hit this goal, but you want to then detail how you're going to get there so that when you start your New Year's resolution, it's not just going like, all right, day one, time to lose 10 kilos. It's day one. I'm in the gym following this program. I'm in, I'm eating these calories. My calories are set to here because of this. That goal, that New Year's resolution will be achieved because of the actions you take, the strategy you have now. That say 10 kilos you want to lose in six months, that will be achieved because everything you do each day in the lead up, but everything you do in that from Jan 1st needs to be done in a way that's actually going to prepare you for that goal. Not just hoping for the best, not just going, yeah, I'm going to kind of go to the gym and maybe I'll lose some weight. And, you know, if I go to the gym a couple of days a week and if I just, you know, eat this and eat this food, then I'm sure I'm going to lose some weight. That's kind of just really loosely hoping for the best. And that's where a lot of people come and done. So obviously this is why I obviously work with thousands of people and why I have my business because I help people crush their goals. This is what Coach Mark Aaron is all about. And this is why so many of you would absolutely be blown away, right? If you invested in yourself and your your goals, your New Year's resolutions and took action and got started and not just go, you know, I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to be a bit fitter. I'm going to be a bit stronger. But then you don't really know what to do with it. You don't really know how to go about it. You just know you want to, but then you don't get anywhere. And then the, the history repeats. The same happens year on in, year on out. So this is where I want you guys to make changes. This is where I want you guys to go invest into yourself and let me help you by being your coach and guiding you through the process. So many people have big goals, but anyone can have a goal. It's how you then go about hitting that goal. It's learning from an expert on, well, what do I need to do to hit that goal? Then this is where me, my team, can help you. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode, but I also want to say, please invest into yourself, guys. I would absolutely love to help so many of you hit your goals. And, you know, when I see you finally get message me and say, Mark, I started, I wish I had to start a year ago. I wish I had started three years ago. I've been following you for so many years and I just never took the chance to do it. And now I have done it and I'm so happy I did it. So I want this to be a massive year of success for you. So invest in yourself. Now, remember, New Year's resolutions, they can be helpful. They can be absolutely amazing because they force you to take action. They force you to identify what you want. But they can also be unsuccessful if you don't plan on the strategy around it. If you rely too much on willpower, if you just think action, uh, if you just think the end goal and not enough back onto the actions, the habits that you have to do day in, day out. And that's where we can help you at Coach Mark Carroll. So guys, if you enjoyed this episode and you think someone should listen to this, please like the podcast, share it to your social media, tell your friends and family about it. When you do, it helps me a lot. When you tag it on your social media, you're listening to it. And most of all, guys, just go do epic things this end of the year. Um, oh, Go set yourself up to do epic things at the end of the year to set yourself up to 2024 guys. So thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon guys. Bye.